I want, I want, I want me, 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 mine, 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 now, now, now. You know you're responsible for what you hear. You know you're responsible for what you hear. Welcome to Thoughts from Meharry Head, the weekly podcast where I talk about, well, whatever happens to be bouncing around inside my head at the moment, but mostly focusing on constitutional issues and political decentralization. This is episode 89 of Thoughts from Meharry Head, and I appreciate you tuning in. This week, I'm going to talk about fake news. several months, there's been a lot of talk about fake news. And uh, I thought I'd talk a little bit about fake news today because it's a subject that interests me uh, both on a uh, a kind of political level, but also on a professional level because uh, my background is actually in journalism. I have a journalism degree. I've worked both in print and uh, television media. So I have a a pretty good understanding, and I'm probably a little bit more sympathetic uh, to the media industry than a lot of people are. I think, like a lot of things, I think people don't necessarily understand what reporters do. And I think it's important, first off, to just understand that the media is not this homogeneous glob. You know, it's not one thing. I think some people almost have this idea that it's like this this one giant entity that walks in lockstep and and thinks the same. And and there is a lot of groupthink in the media world, and there is definitely a lot of follow the leader, but it's certainly not any kind of conspiracy. You know, there's not some secret group of people that get together and say, oh, we're going to cover this today. That's not it. It's it's really more of a matter of human nature and, and people playing follow the leader. And that's why you see similar reporting. Uh, When I worked in the TV business, we would monitor the other television stations in the market. And when they would talk about a story, even if it was a stupid story, a lot of times, oh my gosh, we have to run it because channel so-and-so ran it. So you do get a lot of that. And there certainly is a lot of bias in the media, but it's not conspiratorial. Uh, again, there's a lot of groupthink, and there's a lot of people in the media that share political worldviews. That's that's very true, um, but it's not nearly as conspiratorial as people want to think. But that doesn't mean there's not a lot of problems in in the media. And this whole issue of fake news certainly uh, is something that we need to pay attention to. But what really bothers me about the whole fake news thing is that. It's obviously an attempt by certain political factions, I guess you might say, um, to beat down dissenting points of view. 
And I think there's a little bit of uh, of that phenomena in some of the uh, what you would call legacy media, you know, the the big newspapers and television. You know, they want to reestablish themselves as the uh, the papers and TV stations of record. And they don't like all of these bloggers and, and all of these alternative news sites out there because, well, it cuts into their business and it's it lowers their prestige. So I, I think there's a little bit in the in the quote unquote mainstream media. I think there's a little bit of this promoting the fake news narrative in order to boost their own credibility. But the problem with that is is that the uh, the mainstream media has some fake news problems of its own. And there was an interesting example just recently. The New England Patriots visited the White House recently and uh, went to hang out with Donald Trump. And the New York Times tweeted out two photos, and uh, they were obviously designed to make it look like there weren't as many people at the Trump visit as there were at the Obama visit. And the uh, New England Patriots actually got angry about this. So the tweet that the New York Times sent out with this photo, it says Patriots turnout for President Obama in 2015 versus Patriots turnout for President Trump today. And I'll post the photo on a sh- on the show notes page so you can get a sense of, of what it looked like. But uh, it did definitely look like there were more people at the Obama uh, visit than there were at the Trump visit. And that was obviously the intent of the picture. That was the uh, that was the messaging that they were trying to, to get out. So the Patriots actually responded uh, to the New York Times saying that the uh, photo lacked context. Uh, this is the exact quote from the Patriots. It says, these photos lack contact, context. Fact, in 2015, over 40 football staff were on the stairs. In 2017, they were seated on the South Lawn. And in fact, if you read the article the New York Times posted about the visit, uh, there were actually fewer players that attended the Trump visit for various reasons. But uh, the New York Times even says overall, the uh, number of people from the Patriots was roughly equal for both visits. So this is a prime example of fake news. It's trying to create a narrative that doesn't exist and, uh, you know, that's not the first time that these uh, a mainstream media, you know, the so-called paper of record has done something like this. So, you know, just because it's in a major newspaper or on a major network or cable show, that doesn't mean it's necessarily real news. And just because it's on a, a small, you know, non-mainstream website, that doesn't mean it's fake news. What it means is you need to use your discernment no matter what you're reading. But here's the thing that I find most disturbing about this whole fake news meme. It's the potential chilling effect it has on alternative opinions, on alternative news sources, on anything that deviates from, you know, the accepted narrative, and, you know, anything that doesn't fit on that 3x5 index card of allowable opinion. When you start labeling stuff fake news, it obviously... You know, it obviously makes it not worthy of consideration. And so this is used as a billy club. It's being used as a billy club to subjugate opinions. And and people on the left and the right both do this. They label opinions they don't like fake news. 
But an opinion can't be fake. You don't have a fake opinion. Now, you can have fake facts. And, you know, we're all entitled to our opinions. We're not entitled to the facts. But the facts can be interpreted in various, various ways. They can be uh, viewed in various ways. So to label an opinion fake, th that's obviously a tool to crush dissent. And that's what's dangerous about this fake news thing. It's when it becomes a tool to relegate certain points of view, to relegate certain opinions, to relegate certain ways of looking at the world into uh, a corner where it can be ignored. The other problem this creates is this mindset that the dominant narrative is the truth. You know, whatever the New York Times and the Washington Post and CNBC is reporting or that the government spokesperson is saying, well, that's the truth and everything else is fake news. And that's very dangerous. I'm old enough to remember the run-up to the first Gulf War when the story was going around about the Iraqis throwing babies out of incubators. And that was fake news. In fact, I'm pretty convinced that this whole Syrian gas attack was fake news. I just read an article this morning by an MIT scientist who specializes in chemical weapons, and he evaluated the weather conditions and all of the photos and other variables that were in place on the day of that Syrian gas attack. And then he looked at the White House intelligence briefing, and he determined that there is no way that that attack went down the way the White House says it did. And yet, that's the accepted narrative. We all believe Assad launched this gas attack. And because the media kept saying so over and over, everybody cheered when America launched missiles at a sovereign nation. So yeah, fake news can lead to really bad policy. So the bottom line here is take everything with a grain of salt. Use your discernment. Just because somebody says it's fake news doesn't mean it's not true. And just because it's mainstream doesn't mean it is. Well, that's it for this episode of Thoughts from Meharry Head. We're another 10 minutes closer to freedom. I really appreciate you listening to the show enjoyed it, please do me a favor and spread the word around social media. And feel free to send me any thoughts or ideas at michael.meharry at 10th And if you haven't done it already, head over to iTunes and subscribe to the podcast for free. Thanks again, and I'll talk to you next week.